They went to the wise one and asked, How do we heal? He replied, Jesus said, Forgive seventy times seven. To which they replied, We can do that. But the wise one shook his head and said, Jesus was illustrating a point. There is no magic number. Forgive not seventy times seven, but perhaps find that one thing you cannot forgive. That one thing that keeps you up at night. That one thing that hurts beyond feeling. And then find God and ask Him to forgive you for not giving that one thing to Him and losing Him because of that one thing. Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart. Sabbath School U. A weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. I'm Andrew Campbell, and this is Sabbath School University. Welcome. We have three guests that I'm going to have them introduce themselves to our viewers. I want you to tell our viewers your, your name, where you're from, what you're studying here at Andrews, and then I want you to tell them something that you would want them to know, something interesting that you would want them to know about where you're from. So I'll start with my wife. Uh, I'm Annalie Campbell, and I'm from Norway. I'm studying in the MBA program. Um, and something interesting about Norway, uh, I guess uh, one thing that's um, unique is that we have uh, something called goat cheese or brown cheese which is sweet mm. and uh, has a very special taste. Very nice. Um, my name is Lillian Akawupsa. Um, I'm in the MBA program and I'm from Ghana. Okay. Something unique about Ghana. I will say we are the second largest producer of cocoa. Okay. So mm. um, basically maybe all the chocolates you guys eat in this country we might be contributing to it, oh, and okay. we have the best one ever. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm Dennis Akawusa. I'm, a student. I'm from Ghana. I'm a student at the seminary. Okay. And one very interesting thing that I like about my country is fufu. What's fufu? It's a st one of the stable foods in Ghana. Okay. Okay. Very nice. Before we get into the study for today, Lillian, I know that you speak multiple languages. Um, I'm going to invite you to read our key text and then pray in a foreign language. Maybe you can tell us which one you'll pray in. Oh, okay. I will pray in Ga. <laughs> okay. Um, the key text. When, if when we were enemies, we were re reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Romans chapter 5, verse 10. Let's pray. Watch a care one you know. One double she, I can win a bino, how a higbe, I can shing wobba, no by ye o his sonny. When young wafe no coquet of fita wohe. One papa fi, no bag below or jam with me. No honey no fear no more by fear be an air you money. Ni men who need batas and number queer war. A man no co teach you your sonny near me. Ni nag be a why do you own when manchay lemmy? Now a mobble, no fit away. 
Ya Yesu Kristo bami. Amen. Now, Dennis, do you understand that language? No, no, okay. not at all. <laughs> all right. So, uh, at least you understand what we felt. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, so this week we're talking about healing broken relationships. It's a very important topic. You know, essentially, forgiveness is one of the um, important parts of healing any broken relationship. Mm. Why is forgiveness so difficult? Hmm. I will say forgiveness is so difficult because um, we are sinners and we, we don't have this um, God kind of perfect love, mm. you know, mm -hmm. so it's basically very hard to forgive. Yeah. Now God is so perfect, he has that kind of perfect love that we all anticipate to get. But for some for some reason we're kind of falling short of it yeah. because of sin, and so basically that's making to me that's making it very hard for us to forgive. Yeah. 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 Now, have you have you had any experiences where you know maybe you've been hurt or you've hurt someone, and, and you know forgiveness, it doesn't you find that it's not coming easy. I mean, what does that what describe that experience to me? I've had that experience, um, I guess, in our marriage <laughs> many times um, when I want to be right and then lo and behold, I'm wrong. Uh -huh. And yeah, sometimes it can be hard and I'm sure you know, um, hard to swallow your pride and say, you know, I'm sorry, I was wrong. And I think that's a big problem is the pride that so, comes so naturally for us. You want mm. to be right. And also if someone hurts us on purpose, um, we w kind of want revenge. That's the natural feeling, at least. Like, you kind of want them to um, th um, to feel, you know, the the consequences and to be punished in mm. a way. But you know, God tells us to to love our enemies and to forgive, you know, however many times it takes, and that just doesn't come naturally. I mm. think that's why it's so hard. Yeah. And another thing I will add to Annalisa's uh, uh, though we have this, we tend to have this uh, sense of building justice, okay. you mm -hmm. know, so we want to show everyone like that we know the right thing, we know the wrong thing, and you are wrong, mm -hmm. and, and all that, and that makes it so hard, you know, and then when you overstretch the thing, it becomes, um, people get so hurt, and then it becomes so hard to forgive, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And sometimes we feel proud and arrogant, yeah. thinking that the person who has offended us should actually come begging, mm. Mm -hmm. crawling, and <laughs> before we can actually do that. But I think that in uh, um, forgiveness is an attitude of mm. the heart, and we and is also an act of reconciliation with God as well. Yeah. So we have to look at it, even if the person comes crawling or if the person doesn't come to us, we still have to forgive because while we were yet sinners, mm. Christ died for us. Yeah. He died in our place. He forgave us first. Yeah. And we also have to extend that to our fellow mm -hmm. brothers and sisters. Yeah. Now, you're, you're taking us right into our next question. You know, um, in Scripture, forgiveness is a very important topic. What examples can we find in scripture that give us good counsel on the topic of forgiveness? I will relate it with loving your neighbor as yourself. Okay. 
because I see mm. that if you love your neighbor as yourself, um, if something goes wrong, you because the thing is pinching your skin, right? Mm. Like it's it's the way it's hurting you. You feel the same way that is hurting the same person. So. If I want to be forgiven, why won't I forgive this person? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be because with me, whatever had happened, like it's it's really it's really hard. It's really hurting me and it's really bothering me. And so, if I relate it to loving yourself as your neighbor, whatever I want to be done to me, I would want it to be extended to my neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's something in scripture that. I really think about when it comes to forgiveness. Yeah. Any other examples that, that you've come across? Well, I like the story um, of the unforgiving servant from oh. Matthew 18, um, where you have the servant who owes like a huge debt mm -hmm. um, to the king and he is forgiven. And then right after that, he puts a guy in jail because he owes him just pennies compared to, you know, his huge debt. Mm. And that's um, a story Jesus was telling, I think, to show how much we owe God because He you know, for, has forgiven us of all our sins and we can never pay back. And that's the point, I think, with this uh, humongous debt. Like, He, in His lifetime, could never repay. And so God is saying to us, like, remember when you have someone come to you for a little thing, you know, that he or she did, remember what I did for you. Yeah. Um, and in verse 35 it says so my heavenly father also will do to each of you um, they'll do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses yeah so it's actually a hindrance in our relationship with God if we do not forgive um, uh, our, our brothers and sisters and one of the things that I like about that story is you know that the the amount that Jesus uses is you know, it, it says 10,000 talents, but we don't deal in talents today. And, you know, what 10,000 talents turns out to be in our modern dollars or currencies, it, it's a debt not only that you could never repay, it's a debt that is almost impossible to even accumulate. <laughs> and even in our materialistic culture, it, you know, the, the number is so huge that it would be it'd be tough to even accumulate that kind of debt and wow. Jesus is saying that that's the kind of debt that has been forgiven and the parallel is obviously sin you know mm -hmm. sin is such a huge debt we cannot trivialize it but yet we've been forgiven it mm -hmm. and um, so now when you take that and you compare that with what other people have done to us mm -hmm. then it becomes pennies in comparison to... Go ahead. And also we have to look at the model Christ left for us. Mm -hmm. He came down, died on the cross, and we did a whole lot of things to Him, mm -hmm. and yet He forgave us. Even when they were hailing things at Him, He said, Father, on the cross, He said, Father, forgive mm -hmm. them, mm -hmm. for they know not what they do. Yeah. So we also have to follow the same model of forgiveness. Sometimes it may be difficult, but if we allow the Holy Spirit to dwell in us, it becomes much more easier to mm. forgive. Yeah. I like that you bring out the, the fact that you need the Holy Spirit um, mm -hmm. because it, it demonstrates that forgiveness is not something that necessarily yes, comes yes. naturally to us. No. 
uh, like you said, it, you know, the natural thing is the pride to say, I, I don't want to forgive. Or, you know, there, there are certain things that are too sinful or, or too hurtful to forgive. We, um, you know, sometimes we kind of make exceptions to the rule. We say, yeah, you should forgive everyone, but, you know, this, this is one thing, <laughs> one thing that, I don't know, I just can't, I just can't. And that's the one thing that Jesus is saying. That's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. That's what you have to do. Um, again, in, in Matthew chapter 18, we have another little incident um, in uh, verses 15 to 17. Talk about the three steps that are discussed there in, in Matthew 18, verse 15 to 17. What are those three steps that should help us to resolve conflicts? Uh, according to the lesson, first we understand scripture passage first if you offend somebody or if somebody offends you have to go first to the person yeah mm. and and Christ was trying to let us know that instead of tearing something that should tear us apart it should rather bring us closer oh. mm-hmm. so it's more like repairing that relationship and if you do that first and the person fails to listen to you then you take somebody to one or person mm-hmm. or two more with you mm-hmm. to go and talk to the person and sometimes that doesn't sometimes work out well. Yeah. Then you can bring it to the church. Yeah. The church board can deal with that. Just to bring us together. That yeah. is the main point Christ was trying to make. Instead of tearing us apart, it should rather bring us together. Yeah. I'm, sometimes it feels like the first step that we naturally carry out is not to go to the person, but to go to other people. Mm. Yes. And, and really, ch- Scripture is challenging that and mm-hmm. saying, your first reaction should not be to go and spread this to other people and say, you know what, um, hey, this is what this person did to me. Yeah, I, I have this experience with this very good friend of mine, and we were working together. And apparently, every time I see her, we talk, we smile, you know, everything is going on so well. But for some reason, I was doing something unconsciously or something that uh, she didn't like. Mm-hmm. But she never showed it because mm-hmm. anytime, I see her every day, but anytime I see her, we, we talk and smile and say all <laughs> sort of things. And I ask for things from her and, mm-hmm. you know, then it turned out that he she had to tell someone else and the person had to call my husband and like oh this and this and this and that and i'm like really (laughs) i meet this person every day but Hmm. there's nothing you know showing that we have any any issues so i Hmm. i met her i'm like oh this is what i heard why 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 couldn't you just tell me and I could just say, oh, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Or maybe I can explain better the intention. Maybe mm-hmm. it wasn't something that maybe you mistook the action for something or something. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, it's, it's, it's not a big deal. It's just this incident and it just got to him. And so my husband and I decided, no, they want us to come, so let's go. Oh. And then we went over and apparently it's not just that. It was a big so many things and we're like oh wow so <laughs> that was that was a, mm. that was really hard for me yeah but um i worked through it uh, with god 
prayed consistently because it's somebody that I trusted and loved, you know. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it took me a while to heal to actually um, just let it go. Yeah. But so bringing it up to being able to solve uh, um, issues between two people mm -hmm. when something happened is very important as scripture has said it. I didn't even read that pass this passage before. If I had read it, probably I would have mm -hmm. uh, made something better out of it than now. Oh, you know. Yeah. But I, 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 but I told her like you should let me know because mm -hmm. I didn't know. You know. And this I'm doing has nothing to do with with you or something, you yeah. know. And the concept that you're bringing, about, bringing up is very important when we consider the theme for the entire quarter, revival and reformation. That's true. Um, healing broken relationships is extremely important. Um, talk about your, your perspective on how forgiveness impacts you know the the possibility for revival and reformation um, I think it's a very important um, issue because for one thing uh, people are, are looking at us um, uh, people who know that we're Christian friends neighbors co-workers mm -hmm. and some will see are they different you know does it make a difference in their lives mm -hmm. that they believe or if not then why should I and I think that's one of the, the things that can really impact or, or make an impression is that if they see, you know, a person, a Christian being treated um, in a bad way and not seeking re revenge and not spreading the gossip, but going to the person trying to be reconciled because it just goes so against our nature. Yeah. And, um, you know, worldly counsel might say other things, you know, just leave, just walk away, just leave it, you know, just don't. Don't let it get to you and just avoid the person. Mm. And I think that's very easy for us to do. But that might solve the problem temporarily, but the relationship is still broken. Yeah. And so I, I think a God is really showing us that in order to be a witness, then we need to show His way of dealing with, with hurt. Yeah. And in order to carry the work to the end, we need to... Um, to bridge these differences in amongst us. Mm -hmm. If we are not able to reconcile with one another, how are we sending the message to the world? Yeah. That becomes impossible mm -hmm. because we ourselves are not united to preach the message. So we have to solve all the problems, make sure that all the differences between us are settled. Mm -hmm. And that can be done when we trust God and depend solely on Him mm -hmm. and trust that the Holy Spirit will work through us yeah. and by that we'll be able to solve our differences and yeah. put everything mm -hmm. together. And you know, you can go back also to even the the day of Pentecost and you, mm -hmm. you see the disciples and many others are together. Mm -hmm. they're, they're united in prayer and these are people that had fought with each other before, you know, over who's going to be greatest in the kingdom. And, and so forth and, and it's important to be able to say you know what we may even still disagree we, we, we may still disagree but we can forgive each other for ways that we have hurt each other we can love each other despite our differences and we can be united in Christ mm 
-hmm. and you know um it, it that's a principle that just goes such a long way yeah yeah it's going such a long way because it even helps you heal you know because when you when you mm. bear grudges and you keep all kinds of things in your in your mind for me it doesn't help me study like mm. my mind will just be waving off I'm studying and then my mind will move so I have mm -hmm. to make a con conscious effort that yeah. this has to be taken care of you know and then you the healing comes you, you don't even get sick you're yeah. able to study yeah. so it's very important this is a really good point you know because oftentimes you have an incident that occurs and because of the way that it makes you feel you cannot hear anything else you know it might be mm -hmm. in a conversation if someone says something that offends you then you it's difficult to hear anything else that they're saying you know I, I've I've heard of many experiences of persons sitting, you know, in a through, a through a sermon, and the pastor maybe says something that that they did not appreciate, and they couldn't hear anything else that he said. That that was the one thing that they focused on, and so this this idea of reconciliation and coming back together and healing that hurt is so important because you you're not going to be able to function. move forward, not not function, you know. I think also it's important to remember that. It, it hurts you more than it hurts the person. Um, like with your story, yeah. you didn't even know That's right. that you had uh, offended or hurt. And that makes um, it hard. <laughs> yeah, and so here's this you know, uh, person going around being angry at you and you don't even know. And so that's important to remember if, if we are holding grudges and anger, that's only hurting us. Yeah. It's not even doing anything for you know, the other person. That's right. And so, we do ourselves a favor as well as God. as well as yeah, in our relationship with God, yeah. in in dealing with that and allowing God to to come into our hearts and help us to forgive. I heard someone once say that holding a grudge is kind of like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it's it's it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. you know, go ahead. So forgiveness is releasing another person from condemnation. Mm. Just as Christ release us from condemnation. Yeah. So by doing that, you are setting yourself free as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, when we go to the Lord's Prayer, we see that the Lord's Prayer also talks about forgiveness. What does it mean uh, when, when Jesus prays? And this is from Luke 11. Forgive us our sins, for we ought to forgive everyone who is indebted to us. That is a very important part of the Lord's Prayer um, because, uh, again, it's kind of tied to the story um, from Matthew 18 yeah. with remembering what God has done um, for you. And if you, can't rem if you can't forgive those who have wronged you, then you, how can you expect to be forgiven by God? It's a little hypocritical, I guess, yeah. to uh, expect something to be given to you that you're not willing to give. To others yeah. besides yeah. we all make mistakes in life exactly. I am waiting for the day someone is gonna tell me I have never made a mistake before <laughs> wow. Ooh, I'm gonna learn all that principle that would probably be the first mistake to <laughs> yeah. say that. so um, Mm -hmm. The onset is we all make mistakes. Mm -hmm. No one is exactly. is mistake free. 
So then if you want, and we all want grace, we want to be forgiven of our, of our mistakes. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and so someday we can go to heaven. You know, that's our main goal as Christians. So if, if we, we make mistakes and, and we want to be forgiven so we can go to heaven someday, why, why is it hard for us to forgive others? So the, the, the test is saying, if you, don't, if you don't forgive, how do you want God to forgive you? Yeah. You know? yeah. So it's, 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 it's a hand-in-hand -hand thing. We should, we should be able to forgive yeah. so that when we ask for forgiveness, the God Almighty will have mercy and forgive us too. Mm -hmm. And you talked about going to heaven, and you know, definitely that's important, but God also wants to begin a work in us now. Now, that's right. And, and that process of re reconciliation is, is important for when we finally do get to heaven. Um, you know, you talk about in Revelation, the, the leaves of the tree of life are for the healing of the nations. And um, there's, a, there's a lot of hurt that needs to be reconciled. And, it, you know, the wonderful thing about God is that in His plan, it, it's not about just forgetting about the past and forgetting about all the times that you've been hurt. It's important to actually work through that hurt and actually reconcile those relationships. You can't just forget about someone and not interact with them ever again. You have to heal that relationship. And it's important for heaven, and it's important for now, and it's important for revival and reformation. It's just, it can't be underestimated. Mm -hmm. You know, um, what are some practical ways that we can learn to forgive those who have hurt or disappointed us, or, or you know, how can, how can we do that? I think it's important to, to have a conversation, maybe bring someone else who can, I guess, mediate maybe, mm -hmm. if need be, and to, to just have some basic principles, remember that um, if you go to the person, you go owning your own stuff, you, you acknowledge you know, your own faults mm. and just explain how the incidents, incident impacted you, how you felt, because a person can't really argue with your feelings. Okay, yeah. And maybe you have different views of what happened, but uh, we should always recognize people's feelings and if they're hurt, then that's important and it doesn't really matter. Uh, you know what exactly happened. I mean, it matters, but you you can't say you didn't you didn't feel that because <laughs> how do you know? Yeah. So it's important to come and and explain. You know this is what happened. I need your help. Come with the attitude of not pointing fingers, yeah. but to say you know you're my brother or sister, and I want this relationship restored. Can you please help me? It really just falls into the way that God works with us. You know. He is very patient with us. And just as He forgives us and expects us to forgive others, He's patient with us, and mm -hmm. He expects us to be patient with others too. Mm -hmm. And that, that's really uh, a very important point to remember. Reconciliation, um, healing broken relationships is absolutely an important part of the Christian walk. We, we need it if we're going to have any form of revival, reformation. Um, I really enjoyed discussing this topic with you, and we're just about out of time. So thank you very much for joining us here on Sabbath School University. If you would like to join in on the discussion, visit our Facebook page off the link on our website at www.sabbathschoolu.org. That's www.sabbathschool, the letter U, dot org. 
For Sabbath School University, I'm Andrew Campbell, and we'll see you next week.